I was four when I had my first shot of Jim Beam, and I remember it going down, and I remember it spreading through my chest, and I remember thinking, this is the first time I've ever felt warm on the inside. My grandma worked at a bar in Boise called The Bouquet, and so when they would get off work, everybody would come to my grandma's house, and I would be staying there with her, and if I could carry a shot of whiskey and a water back on my own little tray wearing my grandma's apron, then I would get my own shot. What was modeled for me was that suicide is an option, alcohol is an option, drugs are an option, domestic violence is an option. Those were all options in my life. Those were all givens. I mean, nobody talked to me about going to school or graduating high school or graduating college or any of that. I didn't have those kind of conversations. We were surviving, living in hotels, running from domestic situations. We moved all the time. I went to, on an average to four schools a year between age six and 15 before I finally dropped out. I realized later that I don't believe in peer pressure. I believe in peer acceptance and that we will do whatever we need to do to fit in and feel like we belong to a part of something. When I started IV drugs in about 1985-86, I was shooting up anything that I could really get into a needle. I think the lowest point was when it stopped working. I was sitting in a farmhouse on 10 Mile Road in Idaho and I had just shot up like a gram of meth and it didn't work. And I was sitting there and it, like there was no buzz, there was no high, there was nothing. And I thought, if this doesn't work, then what? Now what? Now I had really been abandoned. I was 26 years old and it just kept getting worse. And so then I decided, okay, this is it, I'm out. And I took the truck and I stopped and got popcorn at the gas station and I was gonna go drive myself off the cliffs. And I lost 30 minutes. I dissociated, I lost 30 minutes. And when I came to, I was in front of a brick building and there was a guy carrying stuff in and out and I asked him, I said, I need help. And he goes, he looked at me and he goes, yeah, you do. He goes, go in the, go around the corner and, and go to the top floor. And I realized later he was setting up a meeting for a 12-step group. And the building I was in front of was the hospital that I'd been born in. And he had sent me up to the treatment center. That's how I got sober. And so I do truly believe that there is spirit out there that is around us. You know, I recognize that this life is hard. This is a really hard gig. And I know that there are people that, that this life has been too much, and those drugs were their coping mechanisms. And so I don't judge them, because I know. And I don't think it's a moral thing. I don't think it's anything like that. I think it's just a human thing, and I think it's socioeconomic, and I think it's political, and I, I mean, there's just so many factors. It's just not one thing, and it's just not like bad people. We have to create an environment where there's no stigma. And that means we have to be able to sit with somebody in their truth and hear their story 